Chapter 1. March 1962, Castelnau, France. Poppies were springing up in the fields beyond Castelnau like bright red drops of blood staining the countryside. Seeing the flowers, Gabriella Madison took a deep breath. Life blood and hope eternal. She closed her eyes and felt a stinging sensation inside her chest. Poppies reminded her of David, and Poppies reminded David of her. But now he was in Algeria, perhaps already in the company of Ophélie's mother, Anne-Marie. How Gabriella wished he were standing here beside her instead. Ophélie's voice interrupted her thoughts. Bri-Bri, do you think it will be today that Papa and Mama get back? Gabriella shook her head, her red hair glistening like sun on the river. Not today, Ophélie, but very soon. Were they even now laughing together, reliving old times, catching up on seven lost years? Was David explaining what had been happening here in lazy Castelnau? Had he even mentioned her name to Anne-Marie? They had been walking, Gabriella and a whole troop of children, toward the edge of Castelnau, where the village fanned out into farmland and vineyards. The children trailed behind their young maîtresse in pairs, holding hands and chattering excitedly. Gabriella glanced back to see Sister Rosalie, red-faced and out of breath, waving from the end of the line. All here, the nun called out happily in her sing-song French. All forty-three. Gabriella waved back, smiling at the children. Do you want to go a little farther? We're almost to the park. A chorus of, Oui, maîtresse, sang back to her, so they proceeded down a narrow dirt road into a grassy sanctuary enclosed by tall cypress trees. At the far end of the field were several seesaws, some monkey bars, and an old swing set. This walk outside the orphanage had become a daily ritual after lunch, weather permitting. Mother Griolet had hesitated at first. What if people began to question? After all, the population of the orphanage had doubled in a few short months. But Gabriella and Sister Rosalie had insisted. The new arrivals were loud, afraid, and restless. Together, the children acted like pent-up animals, and they needed to be uncaged in a space larger than the courtyard inside St. Joseph. In truth, Gabriella worried for Mother Griolet. With David away and all the new children here, the old nun's predictable schedule had come tumbling down. It's always this way at first, she had reassured Gabriella. During the Second World War, we scrambled for a while, but we eventually settled into a routine. But Gabriella was not convinced. Over fifteen years had passed since that war, and Mother Griolet was no longer young. Still spry, yes, but she was suddenly looking quite old beneath her habit. Her face looked more wrinkled, and her green eyes had lost some of their sparkle. Forty-three orphans and forty-two American college women would be plenty for an energetic young woman to handle, perhaps too much for a woman of seventy-two. Presently, Ophélie left her friends to join Gabriella. Bri-Bri? The child began, fiddling with Gabriella's long red curls. What will it be like when Mama, Papa, and you are all here together? She scrunched up her nose, her brown eyes shining and sincere. 
Gabriella cleared her throat and stroked Ophelie's hair. It will be a wonderful reunion, Ophelie, an answer to prayer. And who do you think Papa will choose, you or Mamma? And who will I live with? Gabriella bent down beside the little girl. She hoped her voice sounded light and carefree. Dear Ophelie, your Papa will not choose your Mamma or me. He will choose you. He will pick you up and swing you around, and the whole orphanage will ring with your laughter. Don't you worry now. Don't worry. Take your own advice, Gabriella thought as she sent Ophelie off with a soft pat on the back. Two days ago, David Hoffman had kissed her, really kissed her, and then he had left on a humanitarian mission to a country gone mad. She did not want to dwell on it, for the possibilities were too frightening. Better to think of the children. A fight broke out between two boys, and Gabriella dashed over, yelling, Eh, ça suffit! She pulled the children apart, scolded them playfully, and began chasing several of the smallest boys, tagging one and calling, You're it! A few minutes into the game, she stumbled out of breath to the side of the field, crushing a red poppy beneath her feet.